In the 1970s, Chicago Police Commander John Burge instituted a racist regime of torture on the city's south side of Chicago. On October 22, 2008, Burge was finally arrested for his crimes. On that day, the survivors spoke about what had happened to them and the need for justice. Here are some survivors. My name is Daryl Cannon. I just completed 24 years in prison as a result of having been tortured by three detectives from Area 2. All throughout that night, they tortured us. When they first took me to Burnside, they put a handcuff, they hit, I learned a handcuff from the back. You put handcuffs on my little birds, handcuff you. He's gonna torture me, slap me in the face, and call me nigga and all this. He's gonna put the plastic bag over my head. And Burge and Dignan, same guys, with bags over their heads, punched them while they had no air supply caused them to lose their breath, to think they were dying. But when they got through touching me, I thought about, man, if you want me to say God, I think God killed that, I was killing God, I did that too. Because that's, that's how bad it was. Before I was having a plastic bag placed on my head, being beaten, being disrespected, being called niggas, being threatened to death, we were young kids being forced to deal with a system. Many of us went to the state's attorney in the process of being forced to sign confessions. Before we got writing and signing our names on that bogus confessions, we confronted the state's attorneys with the allegation of torture. They saw scars. They saw tears. They saw the beaten chest of Gregory Barnes Banks. They saw the, the, the injuries on uh, uh, Daryl Cannon. They saw the injuries on St. Holmes, but they turned the deaf ear. And today, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging you guys to go further and look into the state's attorneys who participated in these cases. See what they have grown and developed. See now as they sit in, on the judges' uh, benches right now and they run the prosecutor's office and they run the county investigation. There is a litany of other 10 or 15 officers who have also come in depositions that myself and my partners have taken and under oath have said repeatedly, I didn't torture Daryl Cannon, I didn't torture Gregory Banks, I didn't torture David Bates, I didn't torture Anthony Holmes. Again and again and again have lied under oath. So those men, the right-hand men of Burge, that midnight shift on which all of these men were tortured, uh, those men all have to be indicted as well for them to be any kind of modicum of justice. And that's a conspiracy. That's not just one man. That's a conspiracy of police detectives and supervisors. Leroy Orange, he was an African-American who was born July 20th, 1950, in Chicago, Illinois. On January 12th, 1984, Orange and his half-brother, Leonard Kidd, were convicted for a quadruple murder. 
Those murdered included Ricardo Pedro, Michelle Jointer, Renee Coleman, Orange's past girlfriend, and Renee's 10-year-old son, Tony. Orange testified that he was innocent and had left the victims in good health. Orange was placed in an interrogation room and was cuffed behind the back, and those cuffs were attached to a metal ring on the wall. Chicago Police Lieutenant John Burge, along with two other officers, had begun to question him, and after Orange had denied every question, they began to torture him to make him confess. The officers took a black box that would provide electric shocks through wherever the wires were hooked up to. The, they hooked up the live wires to Orange's arms and rectum and also placed an airtight suffocation bag over his head. Lastly, they asked him again if he had been involved in the mass murder. And once he denied again, they shocked him, closed the bag, and squeezed his testicles until he had confessed. The torture process took a total of 12 hours before they had the false confession that they needed to send him and his partner in crime, Leonard Kidd, to death row. From 1985 until 2003, Leroy Orange was in death row and was close to being executed. And when I say close, I mean a couple of months away from being executed for the murder of four people. On January 10, 2003, Illinois' governor, George Ryan, had pardoned Orange. Here is a... Um, here is a clip I will play of Orange being interviewed. From Democrats who are accusing him of playing politics with the death penalty, but tonight it's also being criticized by a man who was wrongfully convicted of multiple murders and who believes but for the ban on the death penalty, he would have been executed. I was a few months from being executed. I would have been executed had George Ryan not pardoned me. Wrongfully convicted of a quadruple murder in 1985, Leroy Orange is calling Governor Rauner's proposal to bring back the death penalty a bad idea. Rauner unveiled his plan as part of a comprehensive public safety initiative saying those who kill police officers or who commit mass murder should be executed if convicted beyond any or all doubt. So many times the person's caught in the act or so many times they're multiple witnesses and they're fleeing the act and there's no question of who did it Rounders. that was the interview they had with Leroy Orange now let's talk a little bit about John Burge John Burge was he was a white, white guy, uh, went to war in Vietnam, and when he took prisoners of war, that's how they would torture them, the same way that Burge has been torturing these African-American males. Um, John Burge was located in Area 2 of the Chicago Police Department. Through the 70s, 80s, early 90s, Burge was notorious for torturing people to get them to confess to something they hadn't done. In 
2008, Burge was living as a bachelor in Florida. And one day, the FBI came to his door to arrest him for lying under oath, as well as torturing over 200 suspects, mostly young African-American males, with electric shock, suffocation bags, and much more. By the end of Burge's career, he cost the city of Chicago nearly $80 million in settlements that were paid back to the victims of abuse. On June 28, 2010, Burge was found guilty for lying about the torture of suspects. He was sentenced to four and a half years in prison, and he was released in 2015. So, Burge was in his late 60s. He died when he was 70, so he was in his late 60s when he was serving his four and a half years in prison. And... I think that he should have had to serve more years in prison for how much he had cost Cook County, which is where Chicago is. And I think that Burge should have spent the rest of his life there and should not have been able to get out of prison. Um, John Bur John Burge was very racist when it came to targeting the black males. And so even if Leroy Orange was guilty of stabbing to death these four people and then burning or lighting the apartment on fire even if he was guilty of all that John Burge went ahead and messed that all up they didn't take time to try to find good solid evidence they didn't try to do any of that um, Burge pretend like actually he ruined whatever case that they had by you know by torturing all these people especially Leroy Orange and Leroy Orange is lucky because if he hadn't have gotten pardoned by George Ryan in 03 Orange would have been executed for doing something that he didn't do.
This is the checkers game where grandson and granddad will bond. Elsewhere, he leaves behind a legacy of torture and more than 100 alleged victims. Tonight, officials confirm disgraced Chicago Police Commander John Burge is dead. CBS 2's Dana Kozlov is live in the newsroom with more on his career. Dana. Rob, victims say Burge began torturing them in the 1970s, but it would be years before anyone listened. Could you state your name, sir? John G. Burge, B-U-R-G. That man and name are now synonymous with police torture in Chicago. For decades, victim after victim has talked about what they endured by or under the former Chicago police commander's watch. One, Eric Kane, is indifferent about Burge's death. I could easily say, well, I'm glad that dude gone. He, he, he don't deserve to live, no way. But that does nothing for me. Kane was 20 years old when Burge's detectives coerced him into a double murder confession. He says they broke his eardrum, kicked and threatened him, and kept him from sleeping. So when they did that, I was willing to do anything they asked me. He spent 25 years in prison before his 2011 release. Tom Burge took away me. He created something that was not me. I've been struggling to find me ever since I've been out. Kane says he's never been able to reconnect with family or friends, and he's always afraid. I'm struggling now, still struggling to the very day of everything just living. He'd rather be talking about Burge's contrition or apologies, which never occurred, not during any civil case. I exercise my Fifth Amendment right. Or after Burge was convicted of lying about police. He'd rather says he's never been able to reconnect with family or friends. Elsewhere. While researching about John Burge, I found another clip that gives more evidence to find why Leroy Orange was wrongfully con convicted. I will play it now. He leaves behind a legacy of torture and more than 100 alleged victims. Tonight, officials confirm disgraced Chicago Police Commander John Burge is dead. CBS 2's Dana Kozlov is live in the newsroom with more on his career. Dana. Rob, victims say Burge began torturing them in the 1970s, but it would be years before anyone listened. Could you state your name, sir? John G. Burge, B-U-R-G. That man and name are now synonymous with police torture in Chicago. For decades, victim after victim has talked about what they endured by or under the former Chicago police commander's watch. One, Eric Kane, is indifferent about Burge's death. I can easily say... Well, I'm glad that dude gone. He, he, he don't deserve to live. No way. But that does nothing for me. Kane was 20 years old when Burge's detectives coerced him into a double murder confession. He says they broke his eardrum, kicked and threatened him, and kept him from sleeping. So when they did that, I was willing to do anything they asked me. He spent 25 years in prison before his 2011 release. Tom Burge took away me. He created something that was not me. I've been struggling to find me ever since I've been out. Kane says he's never been able to reconnect with family or friends, and he's always afraid. I'm struggling now, still struggling to the very day of everyday just living. He'd rather be talking about Burge's contrition or apologies, which never occurred, not during any civil case. I exercise my Fifth Amendment right or after Burge was convicted of lying about police torture. And in death, some still defend Burge's time on the job. 
John Birch put a lot of bad guys in prison that belong to be there. They're supposed to be there. But Fred Taylor, a lawyer who spent 30 years bringing torture cases to light, says there are 125 Birch victims, and the city of Chicago has awarded almost $79 million to many of them, with two cases still pending. The city's law department spokesperson says adding legal fees and court costs, the total Burge payout is over $100 million. Burge, a Vietnam veteran, died at a Florida retirement village. He was 70 years old. In the newsroom, Dana Kozlov, CBS 2 News. Rob. Okay, Dana. So there was that. Um, there's many videos on why John Burge... You know how how he how he did his how he ran the system. You know he targeted the young African American males, and if they had any any if they were uh, doesn't even matter if they were there near the crime where it happened if they were uh, you know if they saw it happen or anything. Burge would find some way to wrongfully convict them. And it just so happened Leroy Orange was one of them. Personally, I think that um, Leroy Orange was guilty. Um, you know, there was one time before this orange was caught trying to sell crack cocaine to a undercover cop and he was arrested for it so we know he was in the drug market we know he was involved with drugs I'm, I'm sure he did them um, and my theory is that the four people that were supposedly murdered by Leroy Orange and his half-brother Leonard, um, I'm saying that they got behind on payment and they wouldn't pay Leroy Orange for, I'm assuming, crack cocaine because that's what he hustled. And... They got behind on payment, and so Leroy Orange was done with it, and he said, screw it. I'll kill you guys. I'm going to try and burn the apartment, and that's how I'm going to get rid of the body. And
There is no hard evidence to prove that Leroy Orange was guilty. He did a good job at burning the apartment and getting rid of whatever evidence there was, I feel like. Except, I mean, they knew that they were stabbed. And they were stabbed, and then I'm assuming after they... Whoever, if it was Leroy and his half-brother, if it wasn't, whenever those four people got stabbed, whoever stabbed them burned the apartment. And now, you know, Leroy, we do know, was there that day. Um, but he told the officers that he left them in good condition. There was nothing, nothing happened when he left. And so, there wasn't, there wasn't, they, they didn't have any times of when Leroy was there to prove if it was him, but I just have a feeling that it was him because, you know, he did drugs, he was involved with, um, 
Renee's and during the time um, during that time the 70s and 80s African Americans were still being targeted by powerful white guys it was it's I mean it's still supposedly like that today but um um so yeah that's my opinion I think that Leroy Orange was guilty for killing those four people but John Burge went ahead and messed that up and so technically he was wrongfully convicted there was no, they didn't find the evidence, nothing. Um, and I feel like John Burr should have served four, four years, more or more than four years in prison. Um, if you torture somebody and waste, you know, 20, 15, 25 years of their life, I feel like four, and you do that to over 200 people, I feel like you should get more of a punishment than four and a half years in jail. But he got out in 2015 and died in 2018 at the age of 70. And so I mean, it, he was close to being dead anyways. Um, um, yeah, that is my opinion on the Leroy Orange um, case, and thank you for listening.